Welcome to Men Are Knots. M-A-N, acronym, Men Are Knots. And this is a podcast to do with mental health, emotional health and awareness in men. What are we going through? What's happening with men? Do we need to talk more? Do we need to have a chat? This podcast is to help you guys to come on and also it doesn't have to be guys, it could be women. Do you understand men? Do you understand what's happening in the world with men? Why are we suffering? I'd like you guys to welcome a guest to Men Are Knots. Introduce yourself. Hey, uh, thank you for having me on. Uh, my name is Sarah Parks and um, I um, what am I now? Really, kind of a health blogger. Um, I call myself the Thinking Person's Health Blog, um, frazzledontoast.com. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, the, the name came from the place I was in a few years ago and didn't really get my head around it. Um, so, where are you um, from, Sarah? Where are you from? Where am I from? Yeah. Where am I from? Um, I grew up in Berkshire in the UK and right. I'm now based in Lincolnshire. Oh, Lincolnshire. It's that kind of place up on the right. It's no, no one's ever really sure quite where it is. They yeah. know it's north, but not that north. <laughs> yeah, it's on the it's, it's on the right. I've been to if that's Lincolnshire. Yeah, so Lincoln Cathedral and yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've 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 frequented I've frequented there quite a few times when I was in in the UK, and it's with the cobblestones leading up to yeah, yeah. through the city centre and all that sort of stuff. Really, really nice. Really nice. Um, yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you're from Lincolnshire. Um, tell us a bit more about yourself. Um, so I have been a science teacher pretty much all my life um, until a couple of years ago. I started teaching when I was 23. Um, I've been ahead of year, um, which was really interesting. A lot of the pastoral stuff, work with kids really from 15 to 18, um, which just a really interesting age group. I used to call them adultlings. It's that age where, you know, kids go from being kids to thinking they're adults and they're really not. Yeah. Um, did you and, did um, you find over yeah. the, did you find over the years did you find over the years that you know you you've been in teaching so long, do you find that age where they think that they're adults? Do you think that's it's now before it might have been eighteen or you know sixteen. Now it's gone. Do you think it's gone lower now that, that kids are now starting to believe that they're adults at fourteen or do you know I don't know act that way. I think there's a bit of belief there, but it's all bluster. Yeah. And I think when you've worked with kids a lot, particularly teenagers, you can see it's bluster. The language changes. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know and um, the kind of the body language and the clothes change and the tech changes, but they're kind of getting themselves into the same scrapes um, and issues that they've always had, yeah. in, in my view. Yeah. It's just it's far more public now. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. of social media and, and because of the way that things go viral. Um, but I think deep down, I don't think, I don't see, I haven't seen a huge change, to be honest. Now, yeah. that might be Lincoln, you know, you've always said we're like 30 years behind the times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, um, maybe it's just the kids that I'm used to. But, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and I think that goes for a lot of us. You know, you can dress it up in all sorts of ways, but I don't think the issues have changed much. Yeah, no, they don't change. They don't change, them. yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I taught for, yeah, as I said, about 22, 23 years. Um, and then 
I kind of didn't quite burn out maybe a couple of years ago. I had that um, experience and it was building for uh, maybe three or four terms. But there was just one day where I sat in the car park with my head in my hands and thought, today's the day I'm not going to be able to walk through the school gates. And I couldn't put a finger on why, because I taught really nice kids in a nice school. Yeah. Um, but it was just that I can't do this today. And I think having come out of teaching, I know it's quite common in teachers, but I think it's common with a lot of us, um, particularly when you've kind of hit middle age and you are knackered all the time, um, feeling run down, you know, living off coffee and sugar. Um, and just thinking that's the norm, that everyone gets completely fed up with their job. Everyone feels that they're just going to work to pay the bills. And it kind of eats away at you, but you don't really kind of put a label on it. Yeah. So that was my feeling, yeah. Yeah. So then I was very lucky to be in a position where I could take a step back for a while. Um, and as I was saying, I was um, mildly bullied by a friend into doing a kind of nutritional reboot. Um, and within a few weeks, my energy levels really picked up. And then I realized that it wasn't just my energy levels, I was just starting to feel better. I was starting to feel well. And that was a question, well, that is a question I ask a lot of people. When was the last time you really felt well? Like, like you were 22, like you could like leap out of bed in the morning and head off to work or college or whatever it is that you wanted to do and be kind of passionate about it and happy about it and in a really good mental place. And so few people, particularly in their like mid thirties, forties, fifties, have got families can say, yeah, I feel well. And from there, I started uh, like digging into doing some research. You know, was it the fact that, you know, I had a change of career direction, that I was feeling so much better, um, but that wouldn't explain why it was happening like in these two or three weeks when I changed my diet? Was diet having an effect? And I just started to dig around into the research. And being a scientist, you know, I'm a real geek. I love reading research papers. Um, I dug and I dug and I dug. And it, it didn't really matter where I was looking at. And it was a real scattergun approach at the beginning. It was like, oh, I'm really interested in this or this article. And it could be brain health or dementia or autoimmune diseases or IBS. But whatever I looked at came back to one place. The root cause or the root implication of everything was your gut and your gut microbes. Um, and then from there, the more I looked into the research on gut microbes, it was absolutely clear that what's happening in your gut has a massive impact on your mental health. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, last last April, last April, um, I was really honoured to be able to open TEDx Peterborough with a talk Fantastic. on uh, diet and nutrition and gut microbes and mental health. And yeah, so now I do that I write I write and I blog and I shout a bit a lot passionately <laughs> <laughs> so, so, not always very coherently so how did you um, how, how, how did it go down then the, the the talk and and you know your journey how's that how's that transformation been in a sense it's been absolutely brilliant in that I know that I'm starting conversations 
and it's like people go away or we talk and there's just those little aha moments when you think yeah maybe the fact from living off coffee and um, chocolate digestives is why I do feel so rubbish all the time you know yeah. and often you kind of know it you know that um, you know everyone's new year's resolution is always to eat better or eat less carbs or um, quit alcohol or whatever it is um, and we know everyone knows that you know it's really important to eat well but we don't and it's very often just having a conversation and just putting in that little link somewhere yeah. saying well did you know that there is all this evidence saying that you know western style high fat high sugar diets are absolutely 100% associated with poor mental health why are we not shouting about this yeah. it's a complete mystery to me yeah so what what are the reasons what are the reasons you think it's not being shouted about or is is it something that's been indoctrinated into people that um you know the, the foods that the, the advertising the marketing and, and all these sort of things over the years do you think that's been indoctrinated in people and and do you and, and are you seeing people kind of now like you have kind of kind of waking up in a sense to what's what's happening oh that's a really great question um that's a good place to start I think since the 70s and 80s and I think that's a key period in in time because people who were kids then and now in their kind of 40s and 50s now yeah we were the kind of first I'm in my late 40s we were kind of the first generation that started to eat kind of processed ultra processed food regularly yeah. it was part of the diet yeah um I don't know if anyone remembers. Do anyone remember Smash? Like mashed <laughs> potato in a tin pellets. <laughs> um, it had it had a great advert with a little robot. Robots, yeah, the robots. Yeah. We kind of, we ate well at home, generally speaking. But I can remember my bum, mum bringing this home from the supermarket, and that, even age like seven, thinking that is not right. That is not something we should be eating. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that we've got this rise in processed foods they are really cleverly marketed nowadays and the food companies know what they're doing so you've got this whole um misinformation and huge confusion because if you walk down supermarket aisles um, the thing i talk about a lot when i talk to people is yogurt in my supermarket out here in mid lincolnshire it is almost impossible to buy a yogurt that isn't fat free yeah you all know we should be eating low fat diets and that's you know that's the thing except that low fat yogurt is stuffed full of sugar and sweeteners in emulsifiers and other processed ingredients that are causing us more trouble than the fat was in the first place right and the marketing is really clever around this it's like low fat is healthy cereal bars are healthy percent sugar it doesn't say on the packet so I think you have got this around the way that it, it sows confusion um, I think that's 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 a big thing um, I think that people think what do I say I think I think the people often are not a hundred percent sure 
what is a healthy diet and because they don't feel the effects immediately by yeah. the next day yeah. it takes two or three months for it all to start to pull, pull together that it's very easy to give up yeah. you can say you're going to give up you know fish and chips or I'm not going to eat fast food or burgers or I'm not going to eat chocolate for the next few weeks but you know when you're having a really bad day and your habit is to reach for a chocolate bar that's what you do yeah so what you're saying then is that, or you, what you're saying then is that um, problems in the gut um, can, can or will lead to obviously problems inside your body, but which will obviously lead to uh, mental health problems. And yeah. it could also, and it could also, and also, if you've already got mental health problems and then you, and then you're eating like that, that's you're actually doubling doubling the con- or trebling the concern um, of of mental health issues kind of fast forwarding um, yeah is, is that what you're trying yeah, to, yeah what, you, what you're saying yeah, there? let me get um, I'm going to get very slightly sciencey stop me when it's all getting too much no I'm no 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 you, excited you. about all this um, so you've got about 40 trillion microbes um, living in your gut and um, we've kind of humans have, have ignored their existence um, for hundreds and hundreds of years, but it's become apparent in the last decade or so how important those gut microbes are. So let me give you some examples. Your gut microbes set up and now run your immune system. That was their first job when you were born on day one, to start setting up your immune system. Um, and they run your immune system now. So if you eat a really poor diet, what happens is that your gut microbes get out of balance because there's all sorts of different families of gut microbes. They're the good guys and the bad guys. And if you eat really well, and that's generally a plant-based diet without processed foods, and it is really as simple as that, then you build up lots and lots of good microbes. So conversely, if you are eating a high-fat, high-sugar, processed food style diet, which is pretty much what the Western diet has become, you encourage the growth of the bad microbes. Now, there's lots of knock-on effects. So, for example, bad microbes um, lead to leaky gut. If the lining of your gut is not working 100%, then, you know, bits and pieces, rubbish leak into your bloodstream. That sets off an immune response, which is called inflammation. Chronic inflammation is the number one factor in pretty much every 21st century illness, whether we're talking obesity, type 2 diabetes, autoimmune diseases, um, depression, anxiety, Alzheimer's. The underlying thing going on in your body is this chronic inflammation, this chronic immune response. And nine times out of ten, we know that whatever the kind of disease or illness you have, it links back to your gut. Yeah. And the way to tackle that is through good diet. Yeah. So have you found with your have you found with your research and and you know you're looking in depth at things and, and the science and and, and, you, and your studies, have you found that there's a there's a a, mass, a bigger issue in men to do with the gut 
than the, the, the than in than in a woman, say for instance, because um, we know. I mean, I've, I've been reading about a lot about that, about you know the leaky gut and 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 things to do with um, a man's um, gut. Sometimes that you see men who are, you know, the, you know the, the, the stomachs are quite big and you know from eating various foods or whatever it might be. Um, do you do you, do you do, have you come across there's a massive there's a wide gap in terms of um, the differences between the man and the woman's um, eating habits? Um, the, no, I can't say to be honest that there is a huge. I think it's a population wide yeah. um, issue. Whether men are less good at looking after themselves yeah yeah when they are stressed yeah. and busy and trying to juggle life and family yeah. and trying to get down the gym and then always feeling guilty yeah that's what i'm getting um, at. that's the sort of thing i'm getting yeah, at. yeah. I, I think that there is maybe less awareness it's really hard to tell isn't it because i think it's very easy to get into a bit of a social bubble particularly yeah, yeah. with social media where you kind of only hear what people like you are thinking and saying. Yeah. Um, so yeah, because I found for me, I... I found for me like for my, I'm, and I think, I'm, and I think I'm kind of, I can, I, I, I totally agree with you. It's lack of, there's a lack of awareness in men of the eating times or how much we eat or what we eat, um, and it could be down to things like um, the job or lack of job or stress and what causes that stress is, is you know because we deal with everyone deals with stress differently but I you, I can see with women and men the, the stresses are, uh, we deal with it differently so you know um, if women can then go and go on a break and they will take their break and then have a chat or whatever about whatever it may be TV or whatever and then eat and then eat a little bit whereas men tend to go a long periods and then eat a massive portion and it'll and it'll yeah yeah no I, I yeah i've heard about that i mean yeah. i know that from family members that, yeah my husband's a good example you'll think he's doing really well because he just hasn't eaten all day and then he'll come back and eat a load of rubbish and then have supper yeah so so what was yeah so what we're saying is then is is the, is the awareness of how we eat and that could have an effect um and what we eat that can have an effect on on long-term health and long long-term mental health um, and then, if, and if you couple yeah. that with things that have that 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 affect us in terms of mental health, like stress or whatever, it, it really is a it really is a massive cause for concern. Huge, and also, the, you know, the other side to it, flip side, is that it's a two way street between your gut and how you feel. So, if you are under a lot of stress, um, then the knock on effect is that it puts your gut more out of sync. Mm. And when your gut is out of sync, you start to crave the wrong types of food. Yeah. yeah. So it kind of makes this enormous great hamster wheel where we're all running in the wrong direction. Yeah. And it's really hard to break, particularly if you haven't kind of got that insight to start with. You got you can't check yourself. Yeah. Um, say, actually, I might be craving chocolate, but actually I'm going to go and get some fruit. I'm going to make a sandwich or, you know scrambled egg on toast or whatever yeah yeah it's a it's it's um like i say so I, I found it you know you know i found it with, with you know the men i know or, and even myself where, where i've gone long periods of eating and i literally just 
gone and stuffed myself. You know, literally just, you know, and I put in, I eat, I mean, I, I'm, I'm vegan now anyway. I've been vegan for a good few years now. So um, I tend to think, but I do eat, I may eat some, um, in a sense, like the, the odd chocolate bar, a vegan chocolate bar or, or um, the odd processed cake or whatever. Um, yeah. But I tend to eat a lot of, I tend to eat apples every day and, and fruits um, and then other you know, other things mixed in. So, although, you know, I'm not, I, I feel, I feel, you know, energetic and all that sort of stuff, even though today I've been a bit tired, but I, I feel that it's, um, I don't feel as, as um, maybe years ago, I, I'd feel lethargic and all that sort of stuff, whereas I don't, I don't so much now because I'm eating a lot of um, fruits and vegetables. So... Yeah, I think there is still, and this is quite a widely held myth, that diet's all about calories. If I want to lose weight, I need to cut my calories. You know, today's been a good day because I haven't had too many calories, but mm. we're not talking about the nutritional content of those calories. Yeah. You know, I talk a lot about people filling themselves up on, you know, high-calorie, nutritionally bankrupt food. And that this was something that was kind of really made me stop and think when I was talking to a nutritionist and she was saying it's widely known that despite the fact that there are more and more people who are overweight and obese we're actually more and more malnourished as a population yeah. in the west particularly in the UK because of this lack of nutrition um, which again drives poor gut and, and poor mental health yeah. but there is good news the good news is for all your listeners that um, what the science is showing really, really strongly is that a Mediterranean diet is the best diet, full stop. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's not a hard thing to follow. Yeah, I've read that before. So fruit and vegetables, lean meats, um, you know, not, not too high on the carbs front, you know, so don't just live on pasta. Um, lots of, um, yeah, fish nuts seeds there's all sorts of things you can eat and it's not restrictive at all um but basically if there's one bit of advice i give to everyone if people say well what can i do right now stop eating ultra processed foods yeah yeah because i've read don't I've... eat no calorie foods yeah, no because... calorie foods they're always very very processed and the stuff that's in them is doing you more harm yeah because i've read even in um is it okinawa um, that the people live there till have been living there, you know, living until they're well, you know, well past the hundreds. And it's not just one, yeah. what, not the odd person. Odd person, it's like, you know, sometimes a whole community. And yeah, and diet. Um, they are eating in that case a tradi- traditional Asian diet. Yeah, um, and, and then when when they, you know they're eating the, the you know the, the, the vegetables and the vegetable soup, and but then when. A couple of years ago, when when McDonald's and and these other fast food chains were introduced, people started they started doing a test where people's people started to die and get obesity a lot earlier, and people put it down to the fact that they, they, these these fast food companies had, had got into um, got into the the communities, whereas before yeah. it was things. So there's definitely to be something to be said about eating food and and diet. And you've, you've, you've just hit upon the fact that you said your husband, you, you, you know, you, you spoke about your husband there. Yeah, how do you feel in that situation? As, as, have you managed to get 
him to to change his eating habits or not even so much change but you know give it some thought or anything yeah yeah i mean to be fair because i do all the cooking it's a bit like he doesn't have a huge choice yeah yeah um um so yeah yeah no he goes to work with a healthy pack up um he um we both um started intermittent fasting a couple of years ago um so we do that once a week we do a 36 hour fast um sometimes it's 24 hour is a bad day but you know yeah. we 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 try hard because you know it's real life um and yeah he, he's on a generally speaking a reasonably high protein low carb mediterranean style diet and that's what we try to stick to and it's not to say you know I don't eat any processed foods because that would be a lie. I am addicted to mini cheddars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I don't buy them yeah. all the, you know, every day, every yeah. week. Yeah, it's about um, be keeping the balance. The if you don't have it in your house, if you haven't got it to hand, then that goes a long way to not eating it. Yeah, it's about striking a balance, isn't it? In, in, in yeah. things like that. So, in terms of, um, you know, health and men's, men's mental health, what would you say to, to, to people listening out there about what you've found about through your work and, and your talk and, and all these things and you, you know you're, you're writing and you know I'm sure you, you, you say you've written a book or you're in the process of writing a, writing a book um, everything at the moment yeah there is an ebook coming out but at the moment everything is on my blog and yeah. it's frazzledontoast.com and the, there's everything there that I've written about for the last two and a half years so um, so, so, so like, almost like a closing word then how? What would you say to 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 those men out there who who and even women or whatever that you know young people about food and and mental health and and just health in general? Um, my big takeaway is to pass on is that if you have got no energy, if you're low a lot of the time, and anxious, you know, feeling depressed, if you know deep down that your mental health isn't tip-top. I would put money on the fact it's your diet that needs to be looked at. And if you can just start to make any sort of move towards a Mediterranean diet that hasn't got processed foods in it, um, you're on a winning track the whole way. Right. Right, so thank you for that. I mean, you know, um, I hope the listeners have, you know, know, they've learned a lot from that and, and... you know, at some point, I'd like, you, like to have you on again to, to to give us another aspect of some of the things that you, and maybe even a bit more science um, towards towards eating and, and just mental health and all that. Um, so thank you for coming on and, and it's appreciated. Thank you for having me. Uh, is, it, is it cold, by the way, over there? Absolutely blinking freezing. <laughs> 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 and here's me here's me sitting in the sun yeah yeah I envy you I envy you we've had a nice couple of days the sun's been out and it's been beautiful yeah but yeah, it's yeah. still like three degrees yeah, yeah. yeah. alright then alright so thanks for, thanks for coming on and um, you know I appreciate it not at all it's been really nice to talk right that was Men Are Nuts and remember health is wealth thank you <laughs>